Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe button. You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 We are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys. It's your boy Uche. I got my boy QDZ for CZ. It's way too easy. A.K.A. the Widow's Peak Bandit, A.K.A. Michael Gordon, A.K.A. Mr. Steal Your Spaghetti. I'm back. And back. we got a special, we got a special guest with us today. If you want to introduce yourself, hey, hey, um, my name is David. Um, I go by Okasha96. I'm a musical artist from um, Houston, Texas. I'm very glad to be here today. I'm glad to meet you guys, and uh, let's roll. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it, man. Hey, special guest. This is a long time coming, actually. You know what I mean? Like, um, we like what you're doing, but we're going to get into your background a little bit later, Orchestrate. This is episode 114, right? Right? 114. 114. 114. 114. Hey, listen, man. I'm losing. You saw how I paused because I lost track. Like, I I legit am starting to forget (laughs) what episode we're on. Uh, nah, the, the 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 reason you forgot was because weren't you in health and safety protocols just uh, two three days ago? Uh, what? Hey, my brother, my brother. There's, you, some, uh, there's something called a... HIPAA, 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 HIPAA laws. <laughs> How do you know that? Were you in my records? You were in my files? The, the the management team. They told us the trainers. You were in danger of not making this episode. How, how do you text the FBI? How do you? Do they have a, do they have a number? You got you got two negative tests just in time. <laughs> now he a old spy. He is a whole got, like Chinese spy or something. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm like I'm over here checking my phone. Like damn, my phone's tapped. But anyway, uh, we appreciate y'all nonetheless for for rocking with us, man. Thank you. Welcome back. This will be the last episode of the year, guys. So you know, hopefully, you guys been rocking with us through 2020. Uh, we appreciate all the love and support. You know, keep streaming our zero skips playlist on Spotify. You know, if you're an up-and-coming artist and you want to be a part of that playlist, send us an email, send us a DM. We also have a number, guys. It's on our Instagram. Check it out as well. Uh, you know, we also have a Patreon service. So if you want to get the video version of this episode, definitely subscribe to our Patreon. We have some behind-the-scenes content for you guys as well. Uh, and then also leave us a review, guys. I've really been on this, like, you know, I want feedback for a podcast type wave. So if you guys been rocking with us, you know, go ahead and feel free to go to our website, illevisedwiseguys.com. Leave us a rating and a review. Tell us how trash we are. Tell us how good we are. I don't really care what the what the feedback is, but it's cool to hear what you guys have to say nonetheless. Q, do you have any church announcements? For this yes, uh, episode, do. what's up? Yes, what's up, dude? Check out ratingsgamemusic.com for all your hottest song and album reviews. Bo, Our bo, latest bo, bo. review is Roddy Rich. He dropped a brand new album called Live Life Fast. He's living life fast on that one, guys. We got a review of it. Go and check it out. Top five songs. Uh, we also got a post about from everybody to Boldy James to... to, to, yes, sir. to, to to Migos and Jim Jones, all that good stuff. All and, that, all and check us out on Spotify, Twitter, blah, 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 blah. All of that, et cetera, et cetera, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. 
Yo, one last thing before we start the episode, because I, I hate to be too long-winded, but um, this episode is actually brought to you guys by Exquisite Clothing Brand. They're a, a really dope apparel brand out of the DMV. So if you're in the DMV area, you may have heard this brand. If you're not from the DMV, you're probably going to know it soon. They really have a lot of dope streetwear, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can get you a get you one of these dad hats, get you some, get you a tracksuit, get you a hoodie, you know, whatever it is that you in in the need for. Holiday season is coming up, Christmas is coming up. Go ahead and copy some merch, man. But while you at it, definitely enter that promo code WISE for 20% off your next order, right? That's WISE, W-I-S-E. You know, 20% off your next your next order, man. Go to exquisiteclothing.com. We're definitely going to put that in the description of this episode. Dope brand. Go check it out. Anybody that knows me, I hope y'all heard that. I have no gifts under my tree right now. Zero. I can do a, I can do some socks or something like that. Like just hook a brother up. Hook a brother up. <laughs> so with this episode, we got some very burning topics that we want to get off our chest as usual. No, it's not fligaligalum. This is actually burning topics. Uh, we're going to talk wait, wait, about... Wait, 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 what? What's that again? Fligaligalum. Fligaligalum. What's that You know when you cough and mucus out, they call that fligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligaligalig
couple years. When I, uh, I went to University of Houston for a few, for a year, about a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I actually go to. I was going to say home of ha- Hakeem Olajuwon, the great Nigerian basketball player. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. so. See, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but Nigerians are actually, they go crazy over here in Houston. We are. It's oh, like oh, 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 we That's oh, new Nigeria. Sure. That's 1,000%. new Nigeria. <laughs> Nigerians have a swing vote in Houston. Right? <laughs> Politicians <laughs> have to serious. like, you know, Yo. it's that serious. Yo, you yeah, know how true. you know how like all these other countries have like, for example, Little Italy, Little Havana, Little This, and all these major cities. Houston got to be Little Nigeria. If there's one little, state, you know, but you know, stop, knock it off. You know what I'm talking about, man. Koreatown, Chinatown. There got to be some about. town in Nigeria called, I'm sorry, in Houston called Little Nigeria. Nah, That's nah, it. nah. So I don't know. I don't know if I don't know the quality of Little Nigeria. But look, look, look. I can't, I can't take, I, we can't take all the credits. See, the Asians here and the Hispanics here in Houston, it is madness. We, it's like, yeah. it's like a little, like a little Asian over here, little Asian side over here, little Spanish side over here, got Nigerians yeah. over here. Then you got like the, the Caucasians over there in Westheimer and Bel Air and stuff like It's, it's crazy, you know? Yeah. But, um, you know, I finished from University of Houston. I actually go to Perryview right now. Okay. Uh, Perryview A&M University. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I graduate pretty soon, so that is quite exciting, you know. Um, hey, congratulations in advance! Thank you. Thank no you. talk. That's thank big. You. That's big. I'm what always you major. What you majoring? What you majoring in? You know, is it something that you feel like you know you can add to your music career or or not? Um, what I'm majoring in is quite different from what I actually do in music. It's uh, chemical engineering. Ooh! Oh, oh my yes. God! Yes, yes. Uh, okay. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do a lot of sciences uh, when I'm on, on, on school and I'm studying. So I do sciences, and that's how that's how music started in the first place. Because it was 2018, right? I'm University of Houston. I'm going through school. School is school is school is really stressful. I don't know if they told you guys, but chemical engineering could be could be really something, you know. So in midway, midway between my transfer between HCC U of H. Um, I was like, man, I got to do something other than school. You know, I have to get myself out there, uh, find some more hobbies. I had some hobbies, but I had to do some more because I was almost losing my mental. Um, that is when I found, I, I, I got in contact with my friend. His name is Joseph. He does music too. Music too. And yeah. um, I was like, hey, why don't you sing a song? I put it on my channel and then we'll do something. We're just trying to do something, right? And that's how the whole thing started for me. I was like, hey, you know, it was like, I'm going to go to the studio and do this. And, and I was like, I'm going to come with you. And then he did something in the studio. I did something too. I was like, man, I got to keep doing this. So um, it just all started like that. And so you I, stumbled on you stumbled on music, really. Like it was kind of just a, a thing you did, but then you realized you liked it at the end of the day. I feel like I feel like that happens to a lot of people, right? Like a lot of people you? may stumble into hobbies that they that they may... They made love. I mean, it happened to us on this podcast. Like, I didn't know that I'd be talking in front of a mic. I used to be an artist myself, you know, Q as well, you know, maybe, maybe to a lesser degree, maybe to a lesser degree. (laughs) I only, I only (laughs) rapped when I was drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, listen, hey, I always tell people, I always tell people, man, Q, Q is one of the most unassuming rappers you will probably ever meet, but he has, you can spit. He has some metaphors. He has some bars. He did. Hey, Gangster rappers. Uh, we was talking. We was talking that trill. 
Bro, we, we was had... talking about sliding on ops before like we knew about any of this. I was like, yo, what the hell? We would record a song and be like, yo, why, why did we just say that? Yo, what the f-? I was like, dude, like, what the no, hell? We were like, that's so cool. I said guns, man. I said I had a gun, man. I was like... <laughs> Yeah, I was that was cool, but no, no, I'm, that's big. That's a big deal. Yeah. Edu- education to me is very important, as you know. Me and Uch, we we actually have master's degrees, and so facts. We we, we be sounding stupid sometimes on here. Facts, but, but you know we are MBA, MBAs, MBAs, yeah. cybersecurity degrees, like yeah. yeah. And this is know, master's we, degrees we talking about, like you know we we we. Yeah. So we're big on education. So that's dope to hear, man. One hundred percent. Congratulations in advance. Congratulations. I want to. I want to say this though. Orchestrate. You know, with with what you just kind of said, your story, man. I was going back on your YouTube channel, and I saw how, like, probably over the last maybe like year, year and a half or so, you've kind of just been dropping, you know, videos, like actual music videos, and I and I and I noticed how the quality of your videos just kept improving every time around so like talk to me a little bit about like why why you felt the need to at least drop so methodically but then also like what what went into like the quality you know you know just leveling up every single time around i think i think it goes it go, it's it's more of about how i'm trying to show others that hey listen to me you know i'm trying to get i'm trying to grab people's attention because as an independent artist and you know an, an artist coming up, you do, the way you package the music and deliver it to your audience or potential fans is very essential. I know that you know record labels and you know signed artists um, may have a budget for things like this, but as an independent artist coming up, I want my music to be able to get listeners as much as it can during its first their first encounter with me. Like maybe you stumble stumble on my music somehow through an ad or someone refers you to my music. I want it to be in, in such in a position where as soon as you see it, you are instantly engaged. You don't want to go anywhere else. You want to stick around. You want to wait for the next one to drop. And that's one of the one of the reasons why, uh, if you notice, I've kind of I've tried to pull back a little bit in my frequency of dropping because I'm trying to take it even to the next level now. Okay, so with my last album, you know, I, I, I put some extra time into production, some extra time into, you know, the producing, the beat making, the lyrics, mm-hmm. you know. And now if you notice, I'm trying to, I'm working towards my next, my next LP and I'm really trying to improve the great, the game. So whether it be my music videos, my lyricism, my production, my cover art, like every single detail, I'm really taking every, everything into account so I can show improvement and like i said engage as much listeners as possible continuous improvement exactly most important thing you never never get stagnant when it comes to improvement and getting better you get better at everything so so that's good that's dope to hear i do got an important question i guess the last one before we dive in um so how do you pronounce davido is it davido (laughs) <laughs> is it Davido, or is uh, it is it is it Davido or Davido? <laughs> is it Davido? Davido is actually it's more like a, if you wanna if you wanna put a little you know a little spin to it you wanna make it a little more foreign you know Davido you know, but right. you just say I, I, you just say Davido like Davido oh there we Davido. go Davido Davido, Davido. Davido. 
Okay. They said with the accent and everything, Davido. You know, I was called him. I was called him Davido. <laughs> no. Nah, that's nah, so far. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. So, oh, so you were you were not asking for a friend. You were asking for you. <laughs> yes, I was asking for me. His name is David. So I'm like, as his name is David, you know, how do you pronounce it? And how do people pronounce it? You know, I say Davido. I say Davido. Yeah, I say Davido. That's always been my name. Davido. 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 Okay. Bro, tomato, tomato. Who the man makes fire music. You know what I'm saying? Like it it is what it is. He has next. He has next. I mean, not next. He's 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 had now, but he's gonna be doing some cool stuff soon. I one hundred percent. But um, but but first topic. Hold on, hold on. Real quick, real quick. Before we move on, you guys check out his uh, you know, Orchestra's latest single, at least the one that he has out, called Pop Out. Which we do have on our playlist called Zero Skips. Yes. And, it, and it's fire. Like, you know what it reminded me of? Uh, it reminded me of Corvette Corvette, you know, Pop Corvette, Hunter, Corvette. Pop uh, Hunter, Lil Uzi Vert. Like, it gave me that yeah. fun vibe, you know what I'm saying? The video kind of matches it as well. So, y'all check that joint out. It's fire. Uh, yeah. Now let's get it. <laughs> All right. All right. First topic. Is there a sophomore slump in hip hop? Like historically speaking, you know, a lot of times people drop debut albums and if the debut album is really good, you know, there tends to be a slump in that second album. The second album is not as good. I I always make this joke. I'm like, Terminator 1 was good, but Terminator 2 was fire. That's rare for sequels. So, you know, is there a sophomore slump in hip hop? I know Roddy Witch just dropped uh, a brand new album, like we mentioned earlier, Live Life Fast. Right, and right. right now it's getting mixed reviews. Some people are saying that they thought it was okay. Some people are saying they hated it. It's not as good as the first album. So is this thing real? Like, is it is it really a curse for people trying to drop second uh, uh, their second album? Yeah, man. I think, uh, man... So there's a couple different ways I, I can go with this, but like you you touched on one about movies, right? So like I do want to stick to music. However, there are some instances in, in film where this kind of takes place too, right? Where the sequels don't really ever, right? Like, can you name one movie sequel that's actually better than the first one? Like, I, I really think that's very like look, coming to America 2 is garbage. Yes. Uh, uh you, Mutant Ninja Turtles can, 2 is bad. You, uh, 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 let's see, let's see. Two, that's a fact. Um, what else? What else? Men in Black Two. Next Friday, I, that's my personal favorite, but I don't think it's better than Next Friday One, right? No. That's three. Next Friday One. There's a bunch. There's a bunch. Come on, y'all. Can y'all name uh, some more? Well, I, I, I can name some that are good. It's rare. I can name some. Me too. But I mean, you're right. I mean, like I said, Men in Black Two was bad. Men in Black Two. Independence Day Two. I didn't even watch it. Did that did, wait? There was a, there was a number two. There was another one without Will Smith. <laughs> uh, just especially when it's spaced out. But you know there is Back to the Future two. I think Back to the Future two is probably better than Part one. Arguable. I would say um, Rush Hour two is not as bad as people think. No, Rush, Rush Hour, Hour two. Classic. No, I didn't say Rush Hour one's not classic. I'm saying Rush Hour two is a very good movie. There's a lot it's of people bad. who who came into that Rush Hour series on number two. It's not you know bad. what I'm saying? It's but anyway, bad. so um, so I yeah. 
we we could probably list a whole bunch, but I, I say all that just to say, you know, as it relates to music, Roddy Rich did just drop his sophomore album, and um, I think he set he set the bar high for himself. You know what I mean? Like his first album, please excuse me, for being antisocial, was literally no skips in my opinion. And it's funny how part of the marketing that seemed to be along with this new album was Roddy Rich saying he has a no skips policy. And I feel like it's so, it's like, why did you have to say this? Because there's, there's mad skips on this new album and that's fine. You know, it's all good. It happens. All right. But the point is, I listened to Roddy Rich uh, speak on, I think it was power 106. He did an interview like promoting his album when it dropped. And he said, they, one of the questions they asked him was like, yo, is there, is it harder to make the second album than it is to make the first? And he was like, absolutely. He was like, yo, the first album, you have your whole life to make, right? People don't really know your story like that. You can really pour your entire life as up until the point where you blew up into that first album. And really from that first album to the second album, it's you only get like a year or two to really figure out life and process all the new fame that you've been you know, acquiring the money, the houses, the notoriety from your art. And so the content, it will not be as potent. And so I think a lot of times when it comes to, when you look at it from that lens, a lot of times that could be the reason why the sophomore album isn't as deep. It doesn't have as much, you know what I'm saying? Oomph. It doesn't have as much, you know, fire music because they kind of emptied the clip on that first go round naturally in a way. You know what I'm saying? And so with that being said, man, man, look at, uh, let's say Drake so far gone, right? Now I know that was not an album per se, but that was like the first official release that really gave Drake his name, right? And so when you move into his first official studio album, right, which was called Q, what was it called, man? I'm drawing blanks. Come on. Take care. No, that was the second one. Was no, the first second one. Take care. Uh, thank album, me later. Thank me later. There you go. Thank me later. I think got a lot of mixed reviews. People were like, "Man, eh, it's cool, but it's not so far gone," right? We talked about Kid Cudi on the last album. Man on the Moon was great. Great first effort for Kid Cudi. By the time his second album came around, people were like, "Nah, this is not really it. This is this wasn't the first one." I feel like that's a real thing. What do you guys feel like? That's overblown. Do you feel like uh, that makes sense, or like what are y'all's opinion on that? Has like, that people seats. dropping sophomore sophomore slumps. Has that seats. I I think it's important that between your first and your the first album that blows up and your second album, you cannot have like too much time in between them. So for Roddy Rich, for example, right, it's been two years, okay, since he dropped. Please excuse me for being antisocial. And um, if you notice that in between that two year gap. People have actually blown some heavy smoke, you know, gone gone crazy over, you know, Roddy Rich and blown. I think sometimes it may, it's enough time to blow shit out of proportion. Excuse me for being for cursing. But look, now if I take somebody else like the baby, okay? Now the baby dropped his his first. I think he dropped his first single that blew up. That was part of an album, right? But if baby you notice, on, baby on baby, yeah, baby on baby, yes. If you notice, he didn't stop, right? He just kept giving it to us straight, right? Now he's still on top, right? Nobody can say, hey, the baby flopped or the baby didn't do what he needed to do, you know? So I think it's it's very important that in between that album that just hits and then your next your next releases, it should be it should be coming in hot. You feel me? 
if he had done that, if Rodrigo had done that, I think that you know it would be a completely different story. And you know, one more person I'd like to bring to the mix would be Lil Baby, right? Not that I'm, I'm not trying to comp compare the artist per se. I'm just trying to compare, you know, like if they were to drop at a more consistent basis after the, their first pop. I think the stories will be different. You know, Lil Baby comes in with the heat every time, right? He just he comes in back to back. He gives you what he needs to give you, and he's he's out the he's out the door. Now, Roddy Rich dropped that album, right? And I, you know, the boss came off of the album. He didn't just drop a release; he blew up, and then you know, was part of an album. He came off up the album, right? Now, if he had released an album or more more singles before before now, I'm sure people would have. You know, find ways to just digest him and put him where he needs to be. His legendary status. You feel me? That's exactly where I was it's going. It's a great point. That's, That's exactly where I was gonna go. You know, there's a story about Beyonce that a lot of people don't know. Uh, Beyonce, before Beyonce dropped her self-titled album, Beyonce, uh, she tested the waters a little bit. She dropped a song that went like some piece of Ace Town down, blah 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 blah. And I don't think it resonated with people as much. She went back to the drawing board, came out with Beyonce, one of her better albums of all time. Um, I feel like Roddy Rich, like you were mentioning, uh, Orchestrate, he did not test the waters since his last album came out. Yeah, he's doing features, but he didn't test the water to see how people are going to be recepting his music as much. And I do think that in this case, it hurt him. Because think about it like this. I was thinking about this a couple of days ago. Roddy Rich is only 23 years old. From when he was popping to now, he has won a Grammy. He has featured on Nipsey Hussle's biggest hit to date. He has put out an album that sold very well. He has linked up with pretty much everybody in the game. And he's only 23 years old. I think just as a young guy, that natural cockiness that emerges from all those accomplishments in such a little time may not put you in the building. It may not make you want to strive, work harder, you know, kind of like what you were talking about. Not saying that Roddy Riz is he's not a hard worker, but, you know, like you were saying, right, everything got to get better. Continuous improvement, continuous improvement. And I feel like Roddy Rich, maybe when you get those kind of accolades, Grammys, Hey, why not stick and do what I'm doing? What I was doing was winning. You know what I mean? So it's 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 funny because Live Life Fast is not a bad album at all. Let's not let's not fool you. Like like Ooch, I know you said there's a lot it's of a good skips. Album. It's a good it's album. It's a good album. But his standards are so much higher now. Exactly. Because exactly. of what he was able to do. I want to hear special. Just like with Drake. You know, we tend to say these are bad albums, like the Drakes of the world, the Kanye's of the world, because we expect higher standards from these people. And I do think Roddy Rich has now become that guy where his standards are really high. And so he's, it's, def it's definitely high. Let me let me say this, though. And by the way, one of the other accolades you forgot to mention was that the box just went diamond. Oh, right? the, so bo the box so, went diamond. So, so we talking about like in a two year stretch, a song went diamond. And that's in a pandemic where he wasn't even really able to tour the that exact song. Remember that his album dropped right before the pandemic. So yeah. like it's not like he was doing crazy shows, like promoting it. Like that, that's how viral that song was. But I like I like this conversation. I like where this is going because 
what, yeah, what is it? I guess when it comes to if you compare it with the baby, right? The example you just gave, like the baby, uh, little baby, you know, what is it that makes them use that strategy versus sitting on the success of the first project? Like I'm trying to understand the the, the mindset of an artist because I think that Russ, who we may talk about a little bit later, he's one of them dudes who drops continuously. Like he just oversaturates the market. You once you really figure out a song you like, he, well, he's guess what? He's gonna drop another one. You don't really get comfortable with sitting on wow. this body of work that you did two years ago when it comes to people like Russ and when you drop it consistently. Well, think about what I said earlier, the ages, right? 23 years old is Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich was popping at 20, 21. The baby right now is what, almost 30? He had to grind, get his out of the mud since he was 24, 25. So now that he's on top, that just means keep going. Like, I can't stop. I can't take it for granted. And I feel like, you know, in hip hop, the older you get a lot of times, the older people kind of get that mentality where I got to keep going. I got to keep hustling. I got to keep, you know, improving my brand because they know it wasn't easy to get to where I got to. Not saying Roddy Rich had an easy path by no means, but yeah. he got to where he wanted to get to a lot quicker. 22, 21. You know, you know what's going to happen? This is uh -huh. the same thing. We're going to be having the same exact conversation when Corday drops his next album. Uh -huh. Trust me. When Corday drop his next album, everybody's gonna be like, "Nah, this shit ain't, ain't it ain't what the first one was. The first one was trust me, because 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 Corday dropped a pretty good first effort. It was pretty good. You know he what did. I'm saying? And hold on. And so, man. so let me let me add this. Look, so I, you guys mentioned age, right? Let, let's 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 go. How old Kendrick Lamar? How old is he? He's like he's like 28 now or almost 30. Kendrick I think he's 32. 30, 30? He might be yeah. 33. He's our age. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. See, look. So Kendrick Lamar dropped damn. That was in 2017, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And yep. if you notice, he he his own he hasn't dropped, he has he's barely dropped anything except features. He's barely dropped anything between this this like couple years, right? Now that it's giving people enough time to take that album damn. To a whole different realm. That album is 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 transcendent. Like it's just it's like the holy grail of hip hop now, right? <sighs> now, if you if if you notice, if you give people enough time, right, they are going to digest that album and they are going to put that album in a very high status. Now that is where that's where the issue is, right? If you are not confident that you can match that energy that you dropped before this time frame, don't don't even try to take your time off just keep dropping because i'm sure kendrick lamar is confident that hey them is them is one piece of work by the time i'm dropping this next piece of work you guys are going to be going crazy right if roddy rich drops please excuse me for being anti-social and it goes it, it's this big album right I, i'm sure before he drops album he knew that he felt like he could have matched he can match that his debut <laughs> album yeah. right but fortunately he he, he, he couldn't right from, from the mixed reviews if you can't match the album from your hit record your hit lp there is no need to wait to have uh, those big gaps because so you, you just give hold on. too much time to... but, but the map but when you say matching that's all subjective what if he felt like the music <laughs> would they're match always that? they're always you gonna know what i'm saying that. they're always they're gonna always gonna feel, feel like this is no. this is our this is great work no, you know but I agree, I agree with orchestrate. But I, I the only thing I would say is I don't think 
I think these artists have to realize it's not about trying to outdo what you did before. It's about growing or showing us something different. I feel like Roddy Rich tried to do the stuff he did before, but people are like, oh, we're already done with that. We're on to the next one. That's why he has a song called Roller Coaster, right? Roller Coaster to me is one of the best songs on the album because that was one of the only songs where I said to myself, he did something different. Like he did something I've never heard before. The other ones I've heard before. Um, what's the one? Move into Miami. I've heard that before. I've heard don't that I, a couple of times. Don't I? Don't I? I've heard yeah. that before. Even the one with you Future, know, all good. Like these are all. I've heard songs that heard. before. Roller coasting, I've never heard before. No way, I've never heard before. If he went that route, oh man, next level. But I think he just did too much of what we know. No, Yo, I'm beyond. I'm honest with you. Sorry go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, please, please. You, you please. just mentioned something there. You said you said it's not about uh outdoing yourself or matching what you did before, it's more about showing growth, right? Now, let me say, let me tell you this. Whenever you make a record that big, right, you 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 don't have a choice. You have you have to outdo yourself. It's is you, you have shown growth, okay? You have shown growth to get to where you are, but to even to show to show more growth. Or to show improvement, like you say, you have to, you have to like outdo yourself. Like Post Malone, for example, right? Post Malone dropped, uh, dropped, was it back in 20, 2015 when he dropped his first big, uh, his first big record, right? What I was saying, what I was saying, right? Now, if you notice after that, right, he has been dropping consistently and he has been able to produce even more hits. It's not really about showing growth now. It's more about outdoing yourself because even though he's showing growth, he, he's going to show growth regardless. Because I'm he's, gonna... he's going to show growth regardless, but he mm -hmm. has to some form, some some way outdo yourself because he's going to become uh, a one-hit wonder. If you don't try to outdo yourself, you're going to be a one-hit wonder. And there's nobody else you can you can compete with in this rap game other than yourself. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, I, I, I counter that by saying he did switch to other genres. He did start making country music. He did start making pop music. You know, he he could be alienating his fans from his other album by doing things like that. But he took that chance. He took that swing of the fence. He said, I want to grow as an artist in different avenues. You know, I think that as an artist, you do have to make those sacrifices from time to time. Like some of the better artists do that. Like I think, um, for instance, Kanye. Kanye draped Yeezus. He didn't outdo my dark, twisted fantasy. There was no way he can outdo it. But I do think people gave him credit for being so experimental on that next project. You know, and I, I think that's the thing as an artist. It's not, a, I think that's, that's what people tell you. We want something better than this. We want something better than this. But in actuality, what benefits you is experimenting, is growing as an artist. I'm glad you said that because that's, <laughs> yo, I swear, man, that Kanye example is a good one. I get, but not mm -hmm. to regurgitate that point. Here's another example Young Thug, right? Think about mm -hmm. how Young Thug, every album, whether you like his music or not, right? Every album, he reinvents himself. He, he manages to find another flow, another way of melody, uh, producing a melody, another, you know, introducing maybe another uh, uh, genre into like rap. Of what he's doing, he think he figures out a way to do it, right? You don't have to switch genres like Post Malone does, because I, I actually feel like Post Malone, he literally just bounces genres. Like one day he'll be in pop, 
the next day he'll be he'll be rap like shit. Like he dropped the he dropped the song this year called um Montley Crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right? I was Montley Crew is a banger. It's it's a banger, it's a banger, right? But to me, I haven't heard post Malone in that bag in about four years. It's been a while. Right, like because he's kind of he's kind of been jumping all over the place, you know, from a genre standpoint. But like to the Kanye point, to the Young Thug point, there's ways to do it. There's ways to reinvent yourself, reinvent yourself everywhere, every every time around without, quote unquote, yeah. jumping genres. Right, you can do it. You just got to figure out a, a clever way to still incorporate yourself. And you got you, know you, you got to be okay with saying this is my art. Like we don't want like you to appease us we want you to show us your art and i think that when people when you're just in the lab and you're just doing you you're just doing what you think you like what you think is experimental that's what resonates with people because you mentioned kendrick lamar uh orchestrate kendrick lamar reinvented himself i'm sure a lot of people thought that he alienated his true fan base when he dropped um uh, uh to pimp a butterfly that music is weird, man. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, the music on To Pimp a Butterfly is completely different than what I thought he was good at. And he did that, and I think it resonated with people. And then he went back to Dan, which is more traditionally him. But he reinvents himself. And I don't think he cares whether or not people like it or not or outdoing before. I think he just, I'm an artist. This is what's in my mind, you know? So, but that's, I think both sides are right. It's not like, you know. Yeah. I mean, dope discussion nonetheless. Like, I think that every artist got to make up their mind, right? Like, do you drop consistently? Do you use the the, the baby Russ uh, little baby model, or do you wait two years uh, before somebody hears from you again? Not everybody is actually given that license. We got to keep it real. Like, every artist can't wait no two years. Like, especially in today's climate, you wait two years, your career is basically done. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> Unless you're somebody who people care about. You know unless what I'm you're on social media, unless you play Boy Cardi. Unless you play Boy Cardi. Yeah. Let's keep it moving, though, man. Great discussion, guys. Uh, on to the next topic. Now, this one's going to be special. This is more of an end-of-the-year type topic. We're giving our awards. This, this topic is sponsored by and powered by the good folks at RGM. All right? Ratingsgamemusic.com. Uh, you know... The best song and best song and album reviews on the planet. That's a fact, man. Like, if you want a music review, there's really no other brand you probably should be going to that's more that's doing it like the way RGM is doing it. But anyway, every year, and Q, you may be able to provide a little bit more insight on this. Every year, RGM does a what do you call it? The best of the best and the worst of the worst, right? Where you're highlighting, you're doing a rundown of everything that happened this year. Every day in the month of December, you're releasing an award per category. So we want to take some of that content and bring it to the show. Right, Q? You got anything to add before we jump into this? Yes. I mean, it's 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 definitely dope. Check it out. Um, all the things that you can think of, the good, the bad, the ugly. And uh it, it, it's interesting takes. It's some interesting choices that we got, and I'm I'm interested to hear what you guys got to say about some of these choices. That's a fact. That's a fact. All right. So before we get into it, here is the categories that we're gonna be talking about. Right. Number one, best production slash beat. What's the best produced song you've heard this year? We're gonna talk about that. Then we're gonna move on to your personal favorite songs of 2021. Man, 
I, I hope you guys uh, can actually pick one because that, that, that's going to be a tough one for me. Uh, next personal favorite, personal favorite, right? Exactly. I'm glad you echoed that. The next category is songs that we're afraid to admit we like. Uh, man, I'm sure there's a genre and artist that you, you listen to when you're only by yourself and you've never told your homie, I've been vibing out to this. This is that topic for y'all. And then the last one, we're going to get into the most underrated albums of the year in your opinion. So yeah, man, that's four. Let's start out with best production. And I'll do the honors. I'll start this off. So please, please do, a, please do. You guys can get a feel of how this goes. Let's go. So uh best beat. Pride is the devil. Pride is the devil. You can argue it's the best hook to 2021, also. To me, man, that beat is just fire, yo. Like it just has everything, right? It knocks. It has this suaveness to it. And then it also has a little bit of like trap involved. It kind of just hypnotizes you a little bit. And just the way that little baby and J. Cole slide over the beat with some debonair type style rapping, but like lyrical style rapping and the two st- the two styles just meshing together. Man, that's the best beat. Okay. Okay. I see you. All right. Okay. I- we can't hear you, G. We can't hear you. Which is probably good. It's probably a bad selection. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shut up. Hey, I heard the you. Gods, the, the podcast gods muted this guy. They knew it, man. As soon as I started speaking, <laughs> they were like, nope, nope, nope. No, no, no. You guys are going to eat both. You're going to eat them words, man. I got one that's better than Pride is the Devil. So let me go, all right? Okay, okay. Move out the way, Pride is the Devil, because guess what? The best beat of the year is easily off the grid. By Kanye West. Ooh, Easily. I thought about that. It's not, even, it's not even close, in my opinion. And here's why, right? Because number one, I'm not gonna get into Donda, right? We you can feel how you want about Donda. I think it's a really good album. However, off the grid is so amazingly done from a production standpoint, infusing drill. Like, I've never heard a drill beat like that. Never. And like to me, drill is already a subgenre in and of itself that a lot of people don't really rock with. You know what I mean? It's kind of like over. It's kind of like hip hop's stepchild in a way. Like people rock with, you know what I'm saying? People rock with drill, but not everybody has adopted it. I feel like Off the Grid is one of them beats that's like it transcends drill. It's just like an amazing orchestration. Wink, wink. <laughs> feel me? Of a production. And so that to me is easily the best production. Let's let me not even get into what Fabio and Kanye West it. did over I'm that beat. That's the best beat of the year, in my I'm opinion. Not, I'm not mad at it. I thought Fabio had diversity year, by the way. Ooh, oh, Fabio. Okay. You know, look. Uh, see, when Fabio was just coming out, right? Everything sounded alike. He just ah. Uh, yeah, uh, the, uh oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He does that. He well, that's what he's good at, but he, that's good, anyways. Um, but this, this is how I say it, right? Have you guys heard Range Brothers with uh Kendrick Lamar? Oh, Kendrick? yeah, oh, that, yeah. so, that's a that good beat, one. That beat goes that's a good one. Oof, that's a good like, one. Look, that's a good one. Do you know, you know, how you, you know, how you hear a beat right in the studio or you're trying to make a song, right? And you hear a beat as an artist, you try to when you hear a beat, the beat has to get you moving so you can write to it, right? 
yeah. do not know what is going through those <laughs> those guys' minds when they hear that beat and how I don't know how they wrote to that song, but oh my god, I, I play that shit on my my car stereo. I'm like, what the hell is this? It's like a concussion, but then when they when they are sliding on it, it's like I, I need to hear more of this shit. I just I need to. Oh, it's yeah. so good, you know. So oh, um, I think you may you may have got us. We gotta have we gotta have that's people vote one. on this one. We gotta have people. Ooch, make it happen. Tell no, the intern we gonna vote. This is a good one. I want people intern, to vote. Intern, intern, set it up. Set I'm it gonna, up. We are gonna put that on this. social media. We putting that on social media. One hundred percent. I'm that's gonna, gonna be a bold. Pride is nah. the devil. Vote pride trip- is the devil. <laughs> hey, you are gonna so, win consolation prize, my my brother. <laughs> <laughs> so personal favorite song of 2021. Ooh, go. Hey, you got go one. Go for it. Go for it. I I do. I do. I'm gonna go very left field, and this is something I'm actually supposed to announce later on. But you hear it here first. Oh my God! There's a song with NBA Young Boy and Rod Wave called "Everything." Uh, damn, what the hell is it called? Everything. Everything. How do I know? Is it my personal favorite song? Yeah, it, and I don't even know. Not. I'm but it's it. everything I'm something. It. I bump that it, joint every day. It hypes me up. Like I got too much on my mind. Like Rob Wade just kills it. NBA Young Boy just kills it. Everything different. It's it's on Kawhi Leonard's um, you mm. know, little basketball mixtape project. To me, I don't know. There's something about that song. I've been bumping it in every scenario. When I'm raking my leaves, when I'm at the gym, when I need some motivational music, I turn to that. That's my Damn. favorite song of 2020. My personal favorite. I don't think it's the best. Nope, nope. It's my personal favorite. Yeah, no, nah, this is all about personal, right? All about personal. It's not about what anybody else thinks, you know? And I'm trying to pull up my Spotify rap as I speak because this is going to be easy for me. Like, it should, <laughs> I should be able to just pick the first one, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, so as I'm having trouble to do this, orchestrate, jump in if you want. Do, right. you, got, do you have one? I do, I do, but you see, that's the thing. I wish you could pick like a, like five of them because I I have way too many. But oh yeah, <laughs> one, one of the first one of the first ones I would go with would be uh, "How It Feels" by uh, Lil Baby and Lil Dirk. Ooh, right. See, yeah. there's there's there was some kind of like synergy between those two artists when they were oh, yeah. on that beat, and the instrumentals go crazy, the flows go mad, the message behind it, it's it reaches me on a whole different level. So and when mm. I when I hear artists like this, you know, it makes me feel like, hey, how do you come up with things like this? I want I aspire to be this good, you know, because yeah. they make sense. Every bar makes sense, and they're just switching words bar for bar, and yeah. that kind of that kind of flow just makes me like the music even more. So oh, that would dope. be my pick. That's man. dope. That's a dope. I like that. I like that, man. I like that. You know that album. Mixed reviews once once again, but no, there are some bangers on there for sure. It is a that good is, album. That is definitely one of them songs. Got three agree. songs on there I love. Three songs I just can't do without on there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So so for me, uh, man, you know, I think I'm gonna go a little bit left because this was a recent one that dropped, and um, you know, I look at replay value as you know, the basis of songs that become my favorites, right? Like if I keep playing it over and over and over, that might be a sign that this is my favorite song. So I'm going to, I'm going to do something different. I'm actually going to give you guys two. 
<laughs> no, it's one. That's no, it's one. No, it's one. No, it's one. I gotta, I gotta choose. All right, uh, damn it, damn it. Unless it's like NBA Young Boys last release, where it was like one <laughs> slash another one. Then no. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'll give you one. Okay, my my pick for this particular category is "Want It All" by Burna Boy and, and Polo G. Ooh, that that to that me that is a good one. Like. When I when I play one it all, man, it, it's one of them songs where it's burn burner boy doing something different. He went out of his lane. He I think he he did something different. And I think that him with him and Polo G did was so unexpectedly good. Mixed with the choir in that in that in that beat, you know, it's like, bro, the the, the hook is so infectious. I, like I can't stop playing that song, yo. Like for real. I cannot stop Not playing one it all. Unbelievable record, Bruno. So, Bruno boy entered into Polo G's world in that song, and bruh, he succeeded. Bro, that's my favorite song, man. That's my Yo, favorite song. See the way, the way, the way Nigerian artists are moving uh, is so, it's so inspirational, and you know, I, I, I look forward to even more things that they are going to do in the future. Because I don't know if you noticed too, Bruno boy did a single with Sia. You know Sia, right? S I A. I think it was uh, hey boy, she he did yeah, the, yeah, he did a yeah. verse in there. I'm, I mean, I'm yeah. like, I don't even know how he was able to come up with a verse for that kind of uh, instrumental. <laughs> but, you know, about. like, but they are, they are, they are, in, they are in different places in hip hop right now. They are moving mm-hmm. crazy. He oh, won the Grammy man. too. Like, it's really mm-hmm. great. It's paving the way for even people like you know people like me that you know are Nigerians and are, you know in the hip hop scene. So it's very very you know it's very oh, interesting, yeah. and I'm looking mm-hmm. forward for sure. to more. From them, for yeah. sure, for sure, that is facts. Wizkid too, all them doing well. David Doe, yeah, one hundred percent, man. All right, next topic. Next yes, topic. sir. Let's get it. Let's get it. No, you not next topic. To... Next, next category. I'm sorry, my bad. Songs that you are afraid to admit you like. Oh, this is easy. I'll start Cute. it off again. Kick it off. Let's get it. This is easy. Billie Eilish, uh, Lost <laughs> Cause. I okay. love me some Lost Cause. Something in the air right now. Like it's I don't know. Billy Eilish's music is hypnotizing, man. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I was one of those people that you know one, a couple years ago she was winning Grammy after Grammy after Grammy, and I'm like, she's overrated, man. I listened to her last album and I was like, yo, I'm blown away. Like I'm under her spell. That's the Damn. type of music she makes. Lost Cause is a song that you're just under her spell. The, the tone that she sings with, the lyrics. And then even down to the music video, like fantastic. I bumped that song a lot. Also, I bumped that song a lot. Somehow, really? yeah. You know, you know. I just don't tell y'all. See, that's the point see, of the see, topic. See, see, I don't tell fact, y'all. Fact. We go to the club. I say, hey man, put that Wakisha on. Put that Wakisha on. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Like, low key on my drive back home, I'm listening to Lost Cause. Nah, hey, real shit, real shit. See, this is a this is why I want to talk about this. You know, I told you before we started recording, man. I went so many years early Justin Bieber not being able to go outside and be like, yo, hey, hey, bro, like, I, hey, yo, you heard that new Bieber? Like, that new Bieber's fire. Like, <laughs> yo, yo, look. Yo, I, look, I used to look. love Bieber, bro. Bieber, early Bieber, Bieber used to go crazy, man. What? I, bro, I used to eat Bieber up. There's Bieber and then this other guy, Justin, one Justin guy. Oh my, there's this one guy that sings just like Bieber. I forgot his name, but his name is Justin something. Like, I'll be, I would um, just digest it all day. 
Yeah. I'll sleep on it. He's fire. It's See, yo, Bieber he's is fire. fire, bro. Like people think, yeah. oh, he's in the media. He's he wants to be hip hop, and then he goes back to the whites. I don't care about none of that. The music is fire, bro. Like it's that simple. All right. Now, for this particular topic, as you see, I got a segue. You know, trust me, this one is not as, I, I guess, I don't know, man. Here, here's my pick. Left field. It's not as left field, although it might be for some. J Balvin and, and Khaled. Otra noche sin te. <laughs> Otra noche sin te. Yo, that's my jam, bro. Yo, J Balvin. Yo, listen. Nobody talks hey, about Hey, Toad is, is nice, yo, yo, bro, that. nobody Latin. talks. I know, I know Afro, you know, African music is the wave. And listen, I'm all for that. But like low-key, the Latin people, they got their whole movement as well. That's like crazy. When you really listen to it, a lot of these people are going crazy in that genre. J it's Balvin. And, it's bruh. It's crazy. J Balvin is at the forefront, him and Bad Bunny, him and a lot of these other people. Ozuna. Uh, Ozuna, Maluma. Maluma. There's a bunch of them. Uh, I'm not yeah. super tapped in. I'm not trying to act like I am, but this particular song, uh, it's called Otra Noche Siente. Bruh, fire. Go listen to it. Featuring oh, yeah, Khaled. Yeah, yeah. It's dope. Oh, yeah. I would say, I would say for mine, man, um, Juice War, right? Juice War, and this is, I think you guys know Cometazine. All right, Cometazine. Oh, yeah. I yeah, know Cometazine, yeah, yeah. Cometazine is not as I mentioned as he, he well, he's not as, as big as he used to be. But Juice World, he his songs, right? His songs are more about like, you know, he someone is dying. This is sad, mm-hmm. it's depressing. I'm gonna die. This go-. but I I eat Juice World's music. I don't know what is what is in his music. Maybe I don't know. I told my friend the other day, hey, that was the first time I told my friend I was like, this is Juice World. It was like Man, that's some depressing stuff right there. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like next time I was asking myself, I was like, David, am I depressed or something? <laughs> you know, like, what's going on with me? Am I depressed? I don't know. hundred percent feel you right now. I, yeah. I rock with Juice World heavy, heavy. Yeah, so, but it's like if you say that, you you kind of like you said, you kind of look like, yo, are you depressed? Yeah, it's like, am I sad? Is there something going on? <laughs> I don't know about. Uh, but Juice World, definitely, uh, his last album, the last two albums he dropped, the one Legends Never Die. I, everything out there is my dinner. I just eat it up. And then uh, the first one, Good Readings. Good Readings is mm-hmm. also very good. That's and my then, jam right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Cometazine. Cometazine. Um, Bowski, Bowski 3, 3.5. Bowski 4. Right? All, all, all lunch. All day. Every mm. day. I, I go crazy, you know? Um mm. And then one last thing, Doom. I think he just dropped. Doom, just dropped Doom. yeah. Doom. He just dropped a new song. So Doom is good. I love that. Uh, Burn is a song called Burn on there. I like too. Burn. I like and, Burn. Yeah, yeah. And then Rockstar in his prime. Ooh, uh, I like I'm that a Rockstar in his prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If I the take too many person, I won't die. Yo, it's Burn a, was yeah. the intro, right? That was yes. the intro. Yes. Yo, yo did go, you go, see go. the video? Burn you was see the video fire. where, like, bro, did you see the video where, like, it actually looked like he was saying the words to the song? He was. He was. No, I he wasn't. Nah, bro. That's no, no, amazing no, editing. No, no, he was, bro. I think I think what happened was he they played it in the studio, right? And then they take random shots of him. He just just mm. singing. That's what I think. That's that's the shots they took to put in that video. And then they put some other bureaus in there to make it look good. That's probably what it is. But I, just... I, I was, I said, "Yo, man, am I tripping? Like he looks like he's saying the word." But then, but then there was some scenes where it didn't look like he was. So I'm like, 
What I, I, I was confused, like, bro, what, what was going video, on? It was your video, he was actually like singing the whole thing. The song is so good, that's crazy. Wow, 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 okay. wow. all right, yeah. that's some good choices. That's Mine's good is choices. the best, mine's the best, but uh, you know, it's all good. I don't think so, man. <laughs> it's all personal favorite, but listen, man, nah, hey, nah, everybody, everybody's saying some, some, some fire picks, but okay, so the last category, uh, in our, in our, uh, in our awards se uh, segment is the most underrated album of the year. And I'm going to, in your opinion, in and I'm going to explain what most underrated. Cause you know, I, I came up with this list and what, what my intentions of saying that most underrated means you thought it was really good, but not enough people are talking about it. Once again, you thought it was really good, really good album. And it's just for some reason, nobody's talking about it. So mm. there's a, there's a couple that I thought, just kind of flew under the radar that were pretty good. But number one for me was Wale. Wale just dropped Florent 2. I thought mm. Florent 2 was unbelievably solid. That's Matter of fact, pick. it was better than solid. Florent 2 was great. Like it had some commercial hits, some good RB hip-hop hits, some good hard-hitting hits, good features. And it just seems like it just went under the radar. Nobody really talked about it. It's just it, it was just kind of like, oh, he dropped Lauren too. Who's dropping next week? I feel like Wale gets that treatment, right? He just dropped. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna enjoy it for this week. And then it's like nobody talks about it again. Please go back and listen to Lauren too. I have a bunch of songs saved to my library from that album. <laughs> That's a good pick. That's a good pick, man. That's a good pick. You know, I'm sifting through the albums that I've uh I know which been, one you gonna been say. rocking. No, you don't actually. I do. I do. This is this is left. This is left. You're not gonna know. Matter of fact, do. I want to know. I want to know what you think I'm gonna say. Uh, well, listen. If I were you and I had another <laughs> pick, if yeah. I were you and I had another pick, <laughs> okay, it would be Young Blue, easily. Ooh, nobody I, is talking about Young. Blue. Yo, 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 yo. That's a great pick, but that's actually not where I was going. Um, so I'm gonna select. This is actually okay. So this is a compilation album that dropped this year. I feel like soundtrack albums just don't get love at all. Like you know, a soundtrack to an album, a movie will come out and nobody gives a damn. It's like eh, almost like it didn't happen, bro. Judas and the Black Messiah soundtrack was a phenomenal body of work <laughs> that nobody gave a damn. Like it just came out. Everybody was like, "Oh, the show is cool." Nobody talked about the music on that on that project, bro. It's good. One. It's like. It's top tier. We, there was songs Good, with her, man. Nipsey Hussle, Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? Like Lil Durk had a sleeper on there. Um, it's, it's just a bunch of songs. Like every song is just really good. So if you guys haven't checked it out, check out that Judas and the Black Messiah uh, soundtrack album. Man, it, it was really, it was really, really good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. I see y'all. You're you're moving. Okay, I see you. All right. Um, <laughs> for for my 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 pick would be um, this is a mixtape actually. I don't know if you can see it. It's from Ski Mask oh, yeah. from God, sure. right? Oh it yeah, is... I know Ski Mask. Oh yeah, yeah. This shit. Yep, yep. It's called mm -hmm. Sing Sing City. Okay, I think it was a it was a eight. I think it was an eight or seven seven track album or mixtape. Yep that he he just because he hasn't dropped in a, a long time i think since 2015 so he just dropped it and dipped right and i noticed that nobody was really going crazy over it and then i listened to it i was like this whole thing is complete madness how are people <laughs> not rocking with this right yeah. now yeah 
So yeah. um, that would be my most underrated albums for this year. Skin Master Slum God. Damn, that's a really good. Uh, that's a really good. That's Yo. that's the true definition right there. Facts. You That's defined it greatly. You know, it's funny. Yeah. He went on a, you know how everybody, at least this year, they've gotten back to going to LA Leakers and freestyling, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw Ski Mask freestyle mm-hmm. on LA Leakers, bro. He went, bro, he went super saiyan. Like, I <laughs> I don't even understand how this man raps like this. Like, it's- He's in always of, been a good it, rapper. Bro, like, but look, technically speaking, he I, is an amazing speaking, rapper. Like, t- technically speaking, he can go yeah. bar for bar. He's just a little, he's out there. Like, he's a little weird. Like, he, you know, Definitely. like, you know what I mean? So, Definitely that's a good, you, got, you guys did this. Thank you so much on behalf of RGM. <laughs> you guys did this topic justice. Like, I'm very proud. I, agree I had the best man. answers, but that was, that was fun. Uh, eh, you know, uh, hey, listen, feel, feel, listen, feel free to fall. <laughs> Feel free to, you know what I'm saying, use one of these on the site. I'm just saying. No, I think I think just if saying. you take if you take out if you take out our choices, bro, then he has the best choice. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So my choice is versus me versus me. Yes. Oh, money bag. All right. I got you. <laughs> oh mm. man. All right. Let's keep it moving though. Let's keep it moving, yo. And we we got a couple more minutes. Let's try to breeze through a little bit, you know, some of these uh as quickly as we can. Uh yes, so Q, sir. you wanna you wanna kick off the next topic? Next topic. Has Russ proven his doubt is wrong with the release of Chomp 2? As you guys may know, Chomp 2 just came out, features some a bunch of MCs, a bunch. And I said, I said it before and I'll say it again. Russ did not get washed on that album. So, you know, why is it that people are not giving it the recognition it deserves? This should be nominated as one of the best hip-hop rap albums to come out this year. Yes, I said it. It if not the best. Yeah, I'm damn it, I'm gonna say it. Say it. I'm going to say it. This is the best rap album to come out this year. Pure rap. Ooh, he Pure said it. Rap. He said it. <laughs> from a lyrical standpoint, from a rap technicality standpoint, it's the best rap album to come out this year. Sheesh. Hey, you know what though? Let me tell you something. Objectively speaking, which a lot of people don't want to do, especially when it comes to Russ. Don't nobody like Russ. At least I feel like they're starting to like him these days. Nobody's gonna give him that title, but he should be in the he should be in the conversation one hundred percent of best uh, rap albums of the year. I think he's in competition though with I think let's say Nas, King's Disease Two. Like I think Nas was at a high level oh, on, on that. Damn it. Damn I th- <laughs> Look how easy! Look how easy you skate! Are you skating Damn. already? Damn. Come on! <laughs> Are you skating? I'm just saying you got a you got and a point. Jay Cole. He's in the J Cole. Cole was up there. Come oh, on now, like God. let's keep it. Let's keep it a stack. Uh, let's keep it a thousand. Okay, yeah. but no, you're you got a point. Um, I think Russ Chomp Two was man. It, it was, it was. I think it's one of those defining projects that's gonna be. One of those things that people remember from Russ, like when 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 people look back at Russ's career, they're gonna see Chomp that Chomp series. Because remember, this is this is number two on Chomp one. He was rapping his ass off as well, like going toe to toe with the Ab Souls, the Black Thoughts, um, and he got washed here and there on the on the songs. But I think he made his point clear, which is I can rap and I can rap better than y'all. A lot of y'all that think I can't rap. And now with, when it comes to Chomp 2, bro, he's just simply reconfirmed the point. If not 
made it even more clear. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really don't believe he got washed on this project. I don't think so. Like, you, you, Big Sean had a, a, a crazy verse. Uh, there's a bunch of people who had amazing verses, but like, I just feel like Russ, he held his own. And I think that's so surprising for most. But so, um, what, so what is it about him? So why is, why aren't people giving him his credit? I mean, maybe orchestrate, you can, you can probably uh, let us know. Like, what is it about Russ that's so unlikable to where they can't acknowledge the fire that he brings out? Um, I honestly think the first step he could take into maybe getting into like a more viral state or getting more uh, rec the recognition he deserves will be getting signed. Now, I know that mm. he's big on being independent and all, but mm. some, sometimes, I, well, I believe that there are some places, there's, there's some extent in the rap game that you can't, you can't really go to because you are not a signed artist. Like, it's being gatekept. There you go. Maybe not necessarily... Uh, it may, may not, may not be good, very... That's a great point. Yeah, it may not be, like, out there. People may not just, like, say it or maybe make mm -hmm. it obvious. But I honestly feel like this, that to some extent, certain things are gatekept where just signed artists can get there or uh, independent artists can't quite get there I, that's how i see it that's I a good see. point that's a that's, that's a really a good, good point. point you know what's funny as i think a lot what a lot of people don't know about russ right while he talks independence and he talks about owning his masters and i have no reason to believe he's lying about owning his masters one thing a lot of a lot of people don't actually know is that he he was signed to columbia records uh, a couple years ago and when i mean signed he did what nipsey hustle did when he partnered with atlantic he licensed his music, right? So he he allowed them, obviously, you know, the rights over a certain period of time to help him push his music, but he still retained the rights to his actual music, you know what I'm saying, after that deal expired. So he is independent, but he has tried to do some, some partnerships with major labels here and there. But I think the independent grind is so important to him, and I feel like he's kind of like in that bucket. He's kind of the flag... The, the poster child for independence and I, and there's nothing wrong with that but he's a little limited right because how big can you really get when it comes to uh being independent how big how notable worldwide can you really ascend to when remaining independent well, and i think that's the challenge that a lot of independent artists you know they face it's like you can you can you can have your rights you can make your money but like there is a slight ceiling in a way to how big you can grow globally you feel me? No, you're you're right. I mean, let me chime in real quick. You're absolutely. I I I think what Orchestrate said. That's a great point, man. Like that that big boys club, where it's like I I do feel like some artists from uh uh Lil Baby's label. I'm I'm forgetting it right now, but there are some people that get extra benefits just because they're a part of um, what's what's the label called uh that they're on with Lil Baby. Lil Yachty, Migos. QC, QC. QC. There are some people that get more opportunities than others just because they're affiliated with QC. Now, if Russ was affiliated with a QC, I think there will be more opportunities for him. But I think he is breaking through that. But let's be real. But, like, this is bizarre. We've seen Eminem before, right? We've seen Jack Harlow. We've seen g Easy, But there hasn't been a white rapper doing it the way Russ is doing it right now. Like... Russ is saying, I'm just as good as y'all, if not better than y'all. Eminem was always better, but it was like he, he 
didn't necessarily outright say it. And Eminem had Dr. Dre to rely on. So if you don't think I'm black enough, I'm rolling with Dr. Dre, one of the greatest producers <laughs> of all time. What you going to say? Hell of a cosign. You know, hell of a cosign. g Easy has the, 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 uh, the whole like uh, Oakland scene. E-40 is his, his, his OGs, uh, two short OGs. And then Jack Harlow is doing it himself. But I think Jack Harlow has found ways to kind of ingratiate himself to the culture. Russ is trying to do this by himself. And Russ is trying to tell people I'm better than your favorite rappers. And he's denouncing these other rappers and what they're doing. But real quick, I think that's what's rubbing people the wrong way. But just to let you know, Russ went up, which he said in an interview, he wanted to treat this album like a one-on-one, -on -one, like a game of one-on-one. -on -one. You know, if you play basketball, you play one-on-one. -on -one. No help defense, no nothing. It's just me versus you. And Russ went up against Ransom, Papoose, Styles P, West Side Gun, Big Crit, Snoop Dogg, Jay Electronica, Joey Badass, Wale, Big Sean, Conway with a Sheen, Ghostface Killer, Cy High the Prince, Lloyd Banks. And he held his own against all of them. Bro, that is an elite he list held his of own rappers. Against all of them. Hey, I think some the of them, some of them dudes is aliens out when of it comes this, to rap. Like you're not list, even supposed to be rapping with these dudes. Out of this list, the people that I would say beat him, like I said, I don't think he got washed. He only lost by like four or five points. Sai High the Prince, I thought had a better verse than him on the album. Uh, you can argue Jay Electronica had a better verse than him. And Papoose. I thought everybody else, either Russ was better than or he he took it to overtime with them. So <laughs> I think it's about time we got to give him his flowers as a rapper. Him Yo. as an artist, as him as an R&B artist, that's a whole nother story because I think he's fantastic there too. Yo, Russ, this is the last thing I'll say about Russ. Uh, he's the second best white rapper of all time, and it's not even close. Uh, I, I don't care who was already in that list after Eminem. Just move over. Russ is number two, and uh, it's not even close, guys. Bubba don't, Sparks? Don't, don't argue with me. Don't argue with me. We talking about Bubba Sparks? Paul Wall? He's better than <laughs> Paul name, Wall? Name the white person. They are not better as a rapper than Vanilla than Russ. Ice? Come on, keep man. going, keep keep it coming. Vanilla Ice, what you talking keep it about? Jack Harlow, about keep it. V keep Nasty, it remember V Nasty, Gucci Crayshon. Come on, man, you, you ba bad. You gonna say bad baby next? Who, who, who you who you got in this list, bro? <laughs> what y'all know about White Mike? <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Lil Will, Lil Will from, Lil from Will. Texas. Lil Will, you feel me? Yo, listen, man. Around uh, orchestrates way. I, I would love to continue this convo and really get on to the next, but I think we should end the episode off at this point. We will resume our Lost One series on the next episode, which will be in the new year. You feel me? This has been a dope 2021. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us. We wish you guys much health and wealth as you go into the new year. And uh, we'll see you guys on the other side. I don't know when you're going to listen to this, but uh, yes, sir. keep us in your Keep us in your thoughts, man. Orchestrate, you got anything you want to plug? Anything that you're doing? Talk all to me. Right, all right. See, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me here today. Um, I have an upcoming album coming out very soon. Release date is coming out soon. Okay. I have a song right now called Pop Out with OMB Bloodbath and Space Kid. Make sure to stream it on all platforms. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Orchestrate96. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you. 
Yes, sir, man. Q, oh, Q, wow. you got anything you want to say? Uh, check me out at your local grocery store. Uh, trying to get some broccoli. Uh, other than that, <laughs> follow me on all the platforms. You know the deal. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yo, you buy broccoli? What's, what's wrong with oh, you? Hey, I love me some broccoli. You not you not on broccolini? Man, what's wrong with you, man? Oh, hell no. Nah, we don't eat broccoli. Yo, broccoli is broccoli is like 2021 food, man. We on 2022 okay. stuff, man. All right, here knock it off. To, here you go to nonsense. Yo, listen. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm not back here, my own that one. Broccoli? Uh, broccoli is 2021, 2022, 2020. I don't eat it though. I don't eat it though, but. <laughs> don't mind don't 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 pay, pay no attention to him i'm talking i'm talking trash listen like i said to start this episode go to uh exquisiteclothingcompany.com for 20 percent off your next order and uh get you some merch for the christmas holidays and for the new years man shout out to y'all yes, we'll sir. be back and as always if you're giving advice make sure it is ill yes sir